From the Theology of the Body Institute, this is the Discerning Marriage Podcast, hosted by Elizabeth Busby. Hey, y'all. It's Elizabeth here. Welcome back to the Discerning Marriage Podcast. I am here with guest Katery Bean. Hi, Katery. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Yeah, I'm so happy to be here. So y'all, as you know, I really love interacting with people in my DMs and my emails and answering questions. And one of the questions that I have gotten repeatedly is about online dating and how you can utilize online dating to discern your vocation well. So, so many people want to know, you know, how to discern it. What are some ins and outs of finding a good fit via online dating, those sorts of things. So to discuss this topic, I've invited Katerie here. She is the content manager of Catholic Match, um, and she's going to give us some inside tips and tricks to help kind of guide your thinking on this practical matter. So Katerie, are you ready to get started? Yes. So ready. Awesome. So how do people utilize online dating or people who are utilizing online dating, how do they kind of screen folks so they can find people who are seriously discerning marriage like they are? Yeah. So I think it's also, it's really important these days to really look at online dating as really being not that much different than dating, you know, in real life. Um, Just as if you were going to a bar to go find singles or some church event to find singles, you'd have to discern and meet people and find out what they're looking for. Um, Obviously everyone's going to be on a different page with their discernment process. So, you know, you really, it's important whether you're either dating in person or dating online to really have the conversations to find out where these other people are coming from and see if that's really going to work with what you're looking for. I love it. So really your focus is more on, or your advice is more focus on the conversations you're having, the quality Mm -hmm. of conversations and don't alter those just because you're meeting the person online, just have the conversations you'd have if you met them at a bar. Yeah, exactly. You know, meeting someone at church really to be any different than meeting someone online, you're going to be asking the same sort of questions and probably going to be having very similar conversations. The only different thing is, is that with online dating, you're doing it on your phone or your computer instead of doing it face-to-face. Obviously, sometimes that can lead to a little bit of confusion. So make sure you're very clear um, with how you're talking to these people. And also don't be afraid to jump in and utilize things like video chat to have these same conversations. Oh, I love that. Kind of making it incarnational as much as you can. Yeah, yeah. And we're so lucky to have so much technology, um, even in this pandemic, you know, where so many of us are using online technology to meet and connect. Um, Don't be afraid to use that in your dating life. You know, we're using technology for everything. So why not use it in your dating life too? Sure, sure. So how do you recommend that people bridge the gap in intimacy that can come with kind of the online medium? Yeah. I mean, again, it really comes down to conversations and being intentional about it. Um, You want to try to have a personal experience with every person you're interacting with. So uh, a best practice would be maybe not jumping into everybody's DMs and just saying, hey, what's up? You know, try to make it more personal, read people's profiles, see what you have in common, see what you don't have in common and start a conversation that way. Um, Hopefully your online profile um, does a good job detailing your values, who you are and what you're interested in. And you can kind of stem a conversation that way. Um, Really think of your first couple of messages as being really your first introduction with someone. Um, So again, try to make it personal and form a connection so you can get to know them better. I love that. So really make sure that you're being intentional with the way that you talk to them. That's something we talk about a lot here at Discerning Marriage because intentionality 
is just such, it's something that people don't do in dating very much. And it's so helpful. And it really helps to create that posture of discerning, like that very, um, we have an end in mind here and we're trying to figure out Mm -hmm. like where we're going. So I love that kind of doing that almost like not background work, but kind of like to look at their profile and to see what you do have in common and using those as talking points, as opposed to just something that it would be generic and is it tailored to that person's unique individuality. That's so important. I can't emphasize that enough. Just taking the time to actually get to know a little bit about a person before you send them a direct message. It can make all the difference. Oh, I love it. I love it. So when someone is dating online, um, this, you may, I, you may say that it comes down to conversations, but I want to ask anyways, how do they foster a true discernment? How, how do you have that kind of discerning marriage posture versus just, you know, just dating somebody? When you're online. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's important to remember that not every dating relationship needs to end in marriage. And it doesn't mean if you have a breakup, that's a complete failure, you know. Yes. Um, yes, 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 you're yes, not yes. probably the first person you date. I mean, sometimes the first person you date will end up being your spouse, but a lot of times it won't end up being your spouse. And so I do think it's really important to go into relationships, n- at least at first, not expecting marriage to always be your end goal. The purpose of dating is to find out, you know, will you be compatible? Could this potentially lead to marriage? Um, I always caution people, you know, who go on these first dates and they feel like they need to decide if they're going to get married on that first date (laughs) or fifth date or 10th date. And it's just, that's so unrealistic and that's a tremendous amount of stress. So go into it with an open mind, find out if you would be compatible, take your time and have fun and just enjoy the process because dating can be a lot of fun. Um, it gets uncomfortable sometimes if we put way too much pressure on small things like conversations or dates it you know determining whether or not you're going to marry someone really won't be determined by one date or you know a few different conversations or dms it's going to be a process that is good advice like just generally that you know that's not even just specific online (laughs) advice and honestly what what even just this brief conversation we've had so far as highlighting is a lot of the things you're saying just apply to dating in general. Yeah. You know, like, and again, I like, I really like to encourage people don't think of as online dating as like this weird, like last resort thing. It really is just dating. You're just doing it in a slightly different way. And these days, um, at least most people my age, you know, millennials, we're already all using online dating. So if you're Catholic, why not try Catholic online dating anyways? Sure, sure. And it, it really, um, one of our previous guests, Dr. Greg Batero said that he encourages his people when, they're, when they want to pursue online dating to look at it more as an online meeting, like an opportunity yeah. to connect yeah. with someone who mm-hmm. isn't in your local area that you wouldn't just run into at your exactly. parish. Yeah. And then you just date them. Like it doesn't have mm-hmm. to be this yep. like weird, yep. awkward thing. Like it can just be like a normal, like it's your, your catalyst to meeting someone and connecting. Exactly. I love it. Cause all your advice is good for just dating in general. Yeah. That, that's exactly it. Use it, use it as a tool to meet someone, then get offline and get to know each other better. Yes. That's really the best way to go about it. <laughs> yes. Yes. And one of the things you highlighted, we look at breakups as failed relationships in this culture. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that is so important when to be free to discern is recognizing that a breakup is just a successful discernment, right? Like your goal in discerning is to find out if this is a good fit for you. Yeah. And you discerned it. So mission accomplished. Exactly. Mission accomplished. You can check that person (laughs) off your list. They're not, they're not Mm -hmm. your spouse and move on. And so I love that when you, what you just said about approaching the online dating as, or just dating in general, as you don't have to, I don't have to know if you're my husband, or I don't have to know if you're my wife after these couple of dates or these couple of conversations. I just utilize this as a time to get to know you on Mm -hmm. this path of discerning. 
and not, yeah. not to be afraid of like, quote, a failed relationship, but to look yeah. at the relationship in freedom. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I love, I love it. it. So, um, this is kind of an interesting question, but I really, I want to get your thoughts on it. So if you're obviously, if you're online, you're not able, and especially if someone is long distance and they're not, yep. you know, in the right place. I saw on your Instagram recently that there was a couple from like two different countries that met on Catholic match and got yeah. married. So mm-hmm. you're obviously delaying any sort of physical intimacy. Like you're not holding hands, mm-hmm. you're not hugging each other. Like you don't have the opportunity for any of that kind of physical connection since the relationship is online. Do you find that that can accelerate discernment or do you find that that can be a hindrance and there's some something that people need to do to kind of um, uh, not supplement intimacy, but almost? What are your thoughts? I, I, it really varies from couple to couple. You know, everybody's experience in relationship is so different. Um, I have interacted with a lot of long distance couples who have since gotten engaged or married, um, after meeting on Catholic match and really everybody's story is so different. So I don't feel like I can really come like with a solid conclusion to that. Um, but what I can say is really interesting is how each couple finds really unique ways to really make the distance work. Mm. And every long distance couple that I have interacted with, and like I said, there's been so many, they have all spoken to qualities and skills that they gained during their long distance portion of their relationship that has benefited them today, whether that's increased communication or learning to be more independent. You know, there's a variety of skills that comes from being long distance um, that probably couples who are next to each other all the time don't get to experience. And of course, you know, there will be roadblocks with discernment. There'll be all sorts of troubles with discernment along the way. But even couples that are right next to each other all the time are going to face those same sort of questions when it comes to discernment. I just think it's really unique to each couple. Sure. I love that. So again, this is not a specific online dating thing. This is just a dating thing. It's just a dating thing. Yep. Yeah. I love it. It really takes the pressure off. It makes online dating feel like something that's just so normal, just like everything else. Like just like everything else. (laughs) I love it. So what is one practical tip related to online dating that someone who's discerning marriage could implement today? Like you listen to this episode and you're like, I really want to kind of progress my discernment, draw me closer to Jesus, closer to this confidence in marriage is my vocation. So what's one practical tip that you would give someone listening? Um, okay. Can it be more than one? I, yes, I have to please. Do- Okay. So I have one that relates, um, more to the spiritual side of things because I assume it's mostly Catholics listening to this. Um, and that spiritual tip would be do your best to try to learn to trust in God's timeline for your life. I know this can be really difficult, especially for people who have been single a while. I hear from people all the time that wish they had been married yesterday and they're still not dating someone yet. Um, so I just really encourage people, you know, learn to trust in God's timeline for your life. You may think you have a plan. You may think you know the perfect time for everything, but at the end of the day, you really don't know what's best for yourself and God does. Mm -hmm. So I understand like this is obviously so much easier said than done. It's certainly not going to happen overnight, but bring your wants and your needs and your hopes and your worries to God in prayer and ask him for the strength to learn to trust him and his timeline for your life. Because once you hand this off to him, it's going to become that much easier. And you can know, you know, whether you're feeling alone right now, or you're stressed out about where you're going to be a year from now, just know like he, he has it covered. So you don't need to be stressing about that. Mm. So that's the spiritual tip that I would like to give. Um, And then for a more practical tip, um, when you're actually like online dating, I would say really pay attention to the information that's in your profile and be sure to update it on a regular basis. Also, Mm. do not be afraid to put yourself out there. Um, I hear from people all the time who have a profile. It's a great profile. They put it up there, but then they really don't do a whole lot to get themselves out there. They're not 
reviewing other people's profiles. They're not sending them likes or messages. Um, I know a lot of girls especially struggle with this. That's what I was just um, thinking. So I just really encourage, yeah, yeah. I encourage men and women alike, you know, learn to put yourself out there. You may feel uncomfortable doing it at first, but it is a skill. And the more you do it, the easier it's going to get. And once you do that and you have a really solid online profile, you're setting yourself up for success. So with that, do you have any advice to, to women who maybe feel uncomfortable with that? I love, like, as you were saying that, I was like, oh, I know she's talking to both, but I can appreciate yeah. that some women would maybe be like, but I'm not being pursued. This isn't the mm-hmm. posture that I, I, the receptivity that I want, but yeah. if God's calling you to online dating, he's going to call you outside of that comfort zone. So what are your thoughts sure. to someone? Yeah. I mean, it's a really difficult thing. And again, I can't speak to everybody. Everybody's going to approach this differently. Um, but what I always really encourage women to do is don't be afraid to send that first message. And certainly don't be afraid to check out, literally check out guys' profiles and send them a like. You know, you doing that is not you closing the door for them to pursue you. You're opening the door to allow them to pursue you. They may never have come across your profile unless you had sent them that like or that first message. Um, I can't even tell you how many hundreds of women I have worked with on Catholic Match who they only met their husband because they were willing to send that first message. And again, you know, just send something short, sweet, personal, and leave the door open for him to do it. So, and again, also open the door for God and let him kind of inspire you with what you should be doing online. Mm, Yep. Grace builds on nature. I love Mm -hmm. that too, because all that that does is like, you know, gets you on his radar, which I mean, yep. If you guys were, you know, at church or at a bar or something, right. you, you may go up and say hi to someone just from exactly. a friendship perspective, exactly. right? Like yes. that's such a good point. And so it, it's not like you're the one pursuing him. Mm-hmm. The pursuit comes after you meet yep. as you guys are progressing in your relationship. Yeah. But having yeah. that courage to kind of follow the nudging of the spirit. I love that you have all these women who like, that's how they met their husband. It's like they had that courage. Actually, I have a really good friend who she met her husband on Catholic Match. And the only reason they started talking is because she went on there and liked his profile. And he had never seen her profile up until that point. Oh so I just really encourage women, you know, in in life, at work, at church, you wouldn't be afraid to introduce yourself to a man. So don't be afraid to introduce yourself online too. I love it. I so hopeful that people who are listening to this, who maybe don't have a proper understanding of what online dating is or how to use it is really feeling a lot of peace after listening to this, because it's just, it's a tool to meet someone. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of take it offline as soon as you can and begin to build this relationship and then use just good dating skills, (laughs) like Mm -hmm. use good tips. Cool. Well, do you have anything else that you want to offer our listeners about online dating or Catholic match specifically or anything like that? Um, well, I just encourage everyone who's not already on Catholic match. If you're listening to this, please go check out our Instagram page. We're at Catholic match on Instagram. Um, there you can learn a lot more about Catholic match, get really good dating advice, and you can also create a free profile. Um, we allow everyone to create a free profile. And then if you want to upgrade to premium, that's great. Um, but really I just encourage everyone go check us out on Instagram, create your free profile, see who's out there to get a feel, you know, test the water, see if you like it. And then if you like it, go ahead and upgrade your account. Um, it's super easy. And I just really encourage all single Catholics who feel called to the vocation of marriage. It really doesn't hurt to try. So just try it. Absolutely. You never know what God is going to do. You just mm-hmm. never know what he's going to do. So awesome. Thank you so much, Katery. It, it was has been such a joy to talk to you about this. And I know that this is something that people are really interested in because of the feedback I've gotten. So I'm so grateful to get to offer this to people. Awesome. Thank you for all the work you're doing. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Bye. Bye. 
I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Um, Catholic Match has a really special place in my heart because even though my husband and I did not meet on Catholic Match, some of our really, really close friends did. Um, and they have a really beautiful marriage. She was from Texas and he was from Colorado. There's no way they would have ever met. Um, but I, I literally cannot imagine our life without him in it. And she brought him into our life through Catholic Match. He's one of my husband's best friends are just really close to our family. So um, I thank God for Catholic Match all the time because we adore them. And they have, you know, their beautiful daughter. It's just the, it's beautiful. So if any of y'all are on the fence, maybe this is the Lord prompting you. And I'm really glad we got to have someone from Catholic Match on here. Um, and it would just delight me to no end if y'all, if any of y'all got on Catholic Match after listening to this and then ended up meeting your spouse. So, you know, in a few months or years or whatever, email me if that ends up being you. It will make me so happy. So I'll be praying for y'all as you discern. And as always, thank you so much for being here. It means so much to me to get to accompany y'all on this journey. And until next time, stay close to the heart of Jesus and be not afraid. The Discerning Marriage Podcast is brought to you by the Theology of the Body Institute. For more information about discerning marriage, visit discerningmarriage.com. To learn more about the theology of the body, visit tobinstitute.org.